Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, something that I've neglected, even though all of you know that my favorite thing to cover and watch and dive into is college basketball. I got I got to pick up the pace, man. I got to get down to the barn. I got to check out the the Golden Gophers. Yesterday I went to to watch the Vikings, but whenever I'm not able to watch the Gophers or check in on my favorite um, college basketball program or programs, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, I check in with Marcus Fuller from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He's a beat writer for the uh, for the newspaper, covers college basketball and covers the Gophers. He joins us now here on the Lake Show. Uh, first off, Marcus, man, it's been a while since we last chatted. How you been doing? Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays to you, too. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, I, I'm actually uh, I'm doing all right. Um, my family is a little under the weather uh, during the holiday season uh, early on, but uh, they're, they're on the mend now and just in time for it to get a lot colder. I know, man. I know. I, I hear you, man. Well, well, let's let's get into um what took place yesterday, and then we'll we'll get into some more general items with regards to uh to Golden Gold for basketball. But what did you make of their game yesterday against Purdue? Who to me is one of the best teams that I've seen so far to start off this year. Purdue is they're they're pretty they're pretty awesome, man. I mean, they've they've got one of the top centers in all of college basketball. They seem to be a team with a little bit of depth. I'm not saying they're the deepest team in college basketball, but uh, Purdue is going to be a tough out for anybody. They've been good the last several years with Coach Painter. Uh, what did you make of the uh, the effort that the Gophers uh, um, had against uh, Purdue yesterday? Uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you face a Purdue team, Matt Painter team, you're going to face a team with a true seven-footer. And uh, you can put about ten ten trues on top of Zach Eady. Um, he is he is the truest of true seven footers that that you've seen in college basketball, and definitely with the Purdue team. Um, I say he's seven foot six, um, but they they list him at seven foot four. I think once you're past seven foot two or three, then you know, I mean, how many how much taller do you want to get? Um, but you know, they had a good game plan. I mean, they they tried to uh, throw a number of players at him. Uh, kind of dispersed the fouls. Um, Trayton Thompson was out uh, with an illness. Uh, they're starting seven-foot center, so they had to go small. For El Payne, I thought the freshman from Cottage Grove held his own uh, initially, but we're talking seven-foot-six and 300 pounds. Uh, you know, even Shaq had trouble with Yao Ming every now and then, and we're we're talking about a true <laughs> freshman trying to handle him. And, 
you know, it didn't last very long. Poor Pharrell. Um, I think he was shell shocked a little bit. Um, he, you know, Edie caught an alley oop on him, and then he came down the lane in the second half and reached to the sky with his eight foot and ten inch wingspan and, and threw it down. And that's all she wrote. I mean, it was thirty. I think thirty two points, twenty one rebounds. Um, he out rebounded the entire Gopher team by himself. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, they're glad that they're not going to see Edie again. Uh, he is not coming to the barn, so that, that's a good thing. I mean, that's just, seriously, that, like, that's that's crazy, man. That uh, Yeah, and that wasn't at the barn. It was uh, it, that game yesterday was at Purdue. But, yeah, that's just insane that he out-rebounded the entire <laughs> the, the yeah. entire Gopher squad. Man, like, when when do you ever see that? You never see that. You never see it. Um and it's not like I mean twenty rebound twenty one re- twenty two rebounds. Yeah, twenty two rebounds. That's a lot of rebounds, obviously. You know, he hasn't seen something yeah. like that since Jordan Murphy. But you know, to get twenty one rebounds as a team, um, that's pretty atrocious. And, you know, if you look down the line, we're talking about, you know, one rebound for Pharrell Payne, one rebound for Dawson Garcia, one rebound for Jameson Battle you know, two rebounds for another starter. And, you know, it, it, so that that's what we're seeing. And, and you know, that just can't happen. Um, their guards rebounded pretty decent. Braden Carrington and Talon Cooper, their point guard, um, they led the team in rebounding. I think they had 11 apiece. And all of the front court players for the Gophers had, I think, a combined six. So, you know, it wasn't just about Zach Eady. I mean, you got to put a body on someone, as Ben Johnson would say, and, uh, and, and, and go get that ball. So... Rebounding has been an issue all all season. Um, definitely in their losses, they've lost to DePaul, Virginia Tech, and UNLV, and now Purdue. And I think the um, average margin of uh, that they were out rebounded by was plus thirteen, and in, in, uh, including plus twenty uh, on Sunday. All right. So just to put things in perspective, minus, minus twenty. Purdue's- I'm sorry, minus twenty. Yeah. <laughs> just to put things in perspective, Purdue is one of the top five teams in in college basketball. So. I, you know, when you look at it and you see, okay, man, they lost by 19. Purdue's pretty darn good. So just to put that out there, but how good are the Gophers is my question to you because I know that many people will look at what the Gophers did to start last season. And then when they got into Big Ten play, they struggled, um, cause they just really lacked the depth and the talent. Um, I view this team and, and, and the program the same way this season and want to get your thoughts because when I look at the talent in the games that I've watched, I just don't see that it's there. And, I, and, and to be to be fair, the majority of the games I saw early on, Jamison Battle wasn't available because he was out with the injury and all of that stuff. And they're you know they're trying to get guys back. But uh, how do you perceive the uh, the Gophers from a talent perspective heading into the uh, or starting off the uh, the Big Ten play? Well, the, the talent is there. Um, you know, when it when it's young, it's really hard to see, um, like just pop out at you, uh, especially when you're asking high school guys to play high level division one basketball, it's just not going to come right away. And, you know, I think it would be, it would have been easier for them if they had a bunch of seniors and juniors and these guys are just coming off the bench and playing like 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And then you see glimpses of potential. No, they're being thrown in there for 25, 30 minutes a game. And they're saying, Hey, you got to carry the team. And you're in high school last year. You know, it's just not, it's not realistic, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I, we've seen potential from all these guys, you know, I would say Pharrell Payne's at the top of the list. Um, even the brief moment that he was holding his own versus Zach Eady. I mean, he blocked Eady's shot. You know, he ran the floor on a, on a, on a forced turnover. 
did kind of a Euro step deal and then, you know, finished and, and, and the foul. I mean, you don't see that from six, nine, 255 pound, uh, post players period, let alone an 18 year old. So the sky is the limit for Pharrell Payne, but just like Daniel Turu a few years ago, you know, once he hits uh, high major competition and big 10 competition, um, they're just more experienced. You know, they're, they're, they're also big and strong. Um, you know, they're, they're tough to handle, and he's going to have to figure it out, as all the freshmen are, on the fly. Yeah. Um, they have nowhere else to go but young. And I think that's the biggest difference from this year and last year is where he leaned on a lot of seniors last year that played like 20 years of co- college basketball. And this year he's leaning on freshmen who they played their first Big Ten game Sunday. Yeah. We're talking to Marcus Fuller from the Minneapolis Star Tribune here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. He's joining us, joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. And one of the guys that has been here, he was here last year, he was the top player last year, will be the top player this year, uh, Jamison Battle. Um, what did you make of his, his game yesterday? I mean, he played 37 minutes uh, and was was the guy with this 21 points. Do you feel like he's he's really starting to feel like himself again, that he's kind of you know feeling good from a health perspective and physically being able to do what he wants to do? Yeah, you said it right there. Um, physically, you know, he did um, look uh, greatly improved from the first few games. You know, when I watched him in California, he made his debut. Um, you could tell, like, his mind was telling him, man, you're still, you're the guy, you know, you're the guy, you're all Big Ten preseason Jamison battle. And he was trying to take the same shots and make the same moves that he did last year. And his body was telling him, man, this is your first game. You know, like this is November 20th or 21st. This is your first game. You know, we're, we're, we had two practices, you know, you're not ready. And that kind of went on for the first game, the second game, you know, the third game. And he's not playing, you know, the sisters of the poor. He's playing like, UNLV is, is undefeated. Um, you know, Cal Baptist had already beaten uh, Washington this year. And then you're on the road at Virginia Tech. So Jamison has actually not played at the barn yet this year. Um, he'll make his season debut at home uh, versus Michigan on Thursday, which <laughs> that's a great opponent to start uh, your first game at home. But, um, you know, he, he played well against Michigan last year. I know Juwan Har remembers that, probably has nightmares. Uh, James had 27 versus them last year, and, and they won at Michigan. So uh, I, I just feel like you, you're right. Physically, he really looked a lot better at Purdue. You know, he hit five three-pointers. You know, that's his bread and butter. I think the true Jamison battle you'll see from last year is when he actually mixed up those jump shots with taking it to the basket. And, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the story of this team. They just really need to get more points in the paint. So Dawson Garcia was a heavily recruited player um, here in the state of Minnesota. He goes to Marquette, ends up at North Carolina. Now he's on his third stop, and he's returned home to the Golden Gophers. Um, what are reasonable expectations for him and what he's going to provide or bring to this program in the Big Ten? Uh, Dawson was put in a tough spot because when they recruited him, they sold him on, hey, you know, come home. You know, you're the, you're, you're the home run, I'm sorry, the hometown hero, but you're also not going to have to carry the entire team on your back, right? You're not going to have to put the cape on. Well, they, they weren't anticipating Jamison Battle being hurt the first four games. So, Dawson, I'm sorry, we recruited you to not put the cape on, but now you have to put the cape on. And I don't think, like, mentally he was ready for that. 
you know, he wasn't even healthy, fully healthy himself. I mean, he barely made the season opener. Uh, he was dealing with, like, muscle strain. He missed the exhibition game. So he wasn't healthy to begin the season either. But he's Dawson Garcia. I mean, he's loaded with versatility. He can shoot the ball from the outside. I mean, he's 6'11", and he can handle the ball. I mean, he's a great, great talent. But I think he wasn't ready to be the guy. He thought he was going to be playing with Jamison Battle. You know, I mean, some of these freshmen, they're being relied upon a little bit much than I think that he expected. So, you know, I think that in this, in the best-case scenario, you'll see the best out of Dawson Garcia now that Jamison Battle is uh, healthy and that he's playing at a high level. Um, I think they still have to figure out how to use them both, though. They're struggling with that, you know, because they're similar players in that they can score close to the basket, but they're really, really better facing the basket and, and, and stretching the floor. And so I think you'll see more of Jamison playing the guard position, maybe that three position, and then you'll see them trying to put Dawson at the four, the true four, but they still need to find a true five. You know, they need someone that's going to battle against the Edies and uh, upcoming Michigan has a Hunter Dickinson and Mississippi State has another center. So the, the, Ferrell Payne is the ideal player for that, but right now they're asking Dawson to play that position, and and he's just not comfortable with that completely yet. All right, so final question for you, Marcus. Um, when you look at Gopher basketball and what they might end up being this year, um, where do you think they fall in the Big Ten? Because I think that if you look at what they have um, coming back. You're telling me right now? Right now, like at this very moment. Like like in, in this moment, as they had get ready to prepare for Michigan, if you have to talk about reasonable expectations for how they could be for the rest of the season in the Big Ten, do you think that they're, I mean, middle of the pack? Do you think that they're, you know, bottom quarter of the Big Ten? I mean, how do you how do you see this thing shaking out? I think that they have to they have to prove that they're not the worst team in the Big Ten. You know, right now I would say that just resume wise, uh, the the net rankings just came out. The NCAA's net rankings is a, is a tool that they use to to determine the NCAA tournament based on um, you know where you've beaten opponents and 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 who they've beaten. So they're last in the Big Ten in net ranking. I think their net ranking is two twenty seven, which I haven't seen it that high in the history of this this ranking. Um, so they, right now, they, they are the worst team in the Big Ten based on net rankings. And I think if, if they can prove it otherwise, I mean, they have all those games, like you said, ahead of them, um, you know, and, and they have Jamison Battle healthier now. You know, Dawson Garcia um, will get com- more comfortable. The freshmen will, will gain experience, you know, uh, under their belt. So I think they, ha- they have to prove that they're not the worst team in the Big Ten. They were last year. You know, Northwestern and Nebraska, two teams that I predicted that would be finishing below them. Nebraska beat Creighton at Creighton, the top 10 team, and, and Northwestern won at Michigan State. So those two teams have huge wins on their resume, on the road even. And the Gophers, you know, they've lost three straight, and they're trying not to drop, you know, four and five in a row versus Michigan and Mississippi State. So I think that's, that's pretty much a realistic expectation for them. You know, um, they they they're better. They're more talented than last year. They just have to prove it. Yeah, Marcus Fuller. Give her, give him a follow on Twitter at Marcus underscore R underscore Fuller. He covers the uh, Golden Gopher basketball team for the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune, and he just joined us here on the Lake Show. Thanks so much, Marcus. Hey, always pleasure. Appreciate it. All right, take care. That's Marcus Fuller joining us here 
on The Good Neighbor. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 